0: Welcome to the Fit Pro Business Podcast, where you'll receive sales, marketing, and business building tips from industry leaders that will help you take your business to the next level. Head over to fitprobusiness.com to receive your free three part video series on how to attract more qualified leads, schedule more consultations, and close more sales. Now, here's your host, the In the Trenches Fitness business owner, Andy Salazar.
1: Hello, FitPro podcast listeners. Thank you for tuning into today's show. Today, I have the great honor of interviewing Arvi Robinson. Arvi is a master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author that captivates captivates her audiences with high-energy, high-content, interactive presentations filled with stories and role-play. She teaches business owners, service professionals, and entrepreneurs how to use public speaking as a marketing strategy, strategy so they can attract more clients, generate unlimited leads, grow their business, and get their message out to the world. Welcome to the show, Arvy.
0: Well, thank you, Andy. It's great to be here.
1: I'm uh, so excited about this content. I, I know for, for myself um, and as well as a lot of other people, it says on average 75% of people have a major fear of public speaking. Um, I'm looking forward to the content that you can provide to us and how um, personal trainers or fitness business owners can use speaking to grow their business
0: absolutely Would love to
1: now what are some of the tips and tricks that a personal training business owner or somebody looking to grow their business can overcome the fear of public speaking
0: well there's a couple of ways to overcome the fear now first of all is to understand where it comes from because it comes really from not knowing it's doing something new that we don't know how to do or that we haven't had a previous experience so when we know that that's perfectly normal reaction and we also know that it's a physical reaction where it's our adrenaline getting ready for the fight or flight syndrome and so if we understand that now that's the first step to begin to overcome it so one of the best ways to overcome it is to be prepared most people that are not trained or that get really scared it's because they haven't prepared enough which means they don't know where they're going, they don't know what to say, they don't know how long to say. They haven't prepared themselves, and they haven't prepared their speech properly, and they haven't rehearsed. So it's very much like an athlete. An athlete always spends time in training, they spend time practicing, and they spend time almost like a dress rehearsal on the court or or in the, you know, the... You know the marathon you know ground or whatever, so they're prepared in many ways, not only is their body prepared, but they' prepared themselves they carbo load the night before and and everything else, so the same thing with the speaker. Even a business speaker, and yes, especially anybody in the personal training business that wants to be speaking to grow their personal training business, you have to be prepared. So how do you get prepared is a big million-dollar question. Well, one, you want to find out. Who are you speaking to? What is it like? If it's a facility you haven't been at, go. Go the day before, a couple days, or the week before. Check it out. If they've had other speakers, if it's an organization like a meetup group and they've had speakers there, go the week before, the month before to an, to another meeting and check it out. Do your homework, and then you'll know what kind of speech to prepare and uh, When you prepare your speech, and this is what I teach people, is how to craft a persuasive presentation that sells. So there's a certain order in which you craft your presentation. So we don't have time to get into mm-hmm. today, but I can tell you this, that when you do craft your presentation, you need to practice at least one hour for every 20 minutes of presentation, uh, one hour for, excuse me, two minutes of presentation. So that means if you have a 30 minute talk, you need to be practicing rehearsing talking out loud 15 hours now when you do that Andy, you become the script and when you become the script you're on autopilot so that you can also be present because you don't have to worry about and think about your words or what you're going to teach you you know it it's in you you're a part of it. Right. It's an extension of you. And then if anything happens, it won't throw you off because you can quickly get back on that road again. So, right. that's, so that's the key.
1: I see. So similar to, like, say, a sales consultation that you do over and over and over again that you're rehearsed and practiced and comfortable with, it should be the same with when you go to give a speech. You should be rehearsed and practiced with it and with no uh, worries in regards to what topics you're going to be speaking about.
0: Right. Absolutely. And once you get that speech down, if it's a sales presentation, uh, you don't have to practice it 15 hours every time. This is mainly the first few times. The more you give it, the more it'll be more, you know, you and automatic. So every single time you don't have to, but I'll tell you what, professionals like myself, we do, even though I've, you know, I've done my speech hundreds and hundreds of times. I practice, I rehearse, I make sure that it's fresh and new and vibrant. And if I add stuff or tweak stuff for the audience, uh, I'm ready to do that. So the professionals keep practicing.
1: Right. I know for myself, like even when I'm shooting like a quick three-minute video or um, even on these podcasts, I find myself stumbling over my words or just struggling to find my voice. Do you have any um, tips or tricks on how a fitness professional can get over the stumbling or the hums and ahs uh, in regards to their speeches or when they're trying absolutely. to speak um,
0: absolutely again that comes from not knowing what you're going to say when people have filler words it's because they don't know what they're going to say now we don't want our speeches so rehearsed that it's like a robot no i'm not saying that but we need to know our material so well that it comes out smoothly without us having to think about it. Now, one thing to get rid of it in the beginning, I mean, that's all good, you know, if you're a seasoned speaker, but in the beginning, to get a rid of the ahs and ums, besides being prepared, knowing what you're going to say and knowing your material, is being aware of them. That's the first step to get rid of them. Right. Most people don't even know they have filler words until someone brings it to their attention. I heard a guy one time in in an hour speech, he said, you know, 188 times. And the problem with that is that they become a distraction to their audience, and the audience never hears the message, because, you know, the filler words are so um, blatant, and they just can't hear anything else after a while. So it's really important for people to get over that and some of the things too if you trip over your tongue which is something you you mentioned Mm -hmm. that comes from not doing vocal exercises just like an athlete an athlete does what they stretch they prepare themselves a singer will do you know the you know a singing um you know all the notes kind of thing a pianist what they go through all the keys So same with a speaker, your instrument is your voice and you need to prepare it and keep it prepared. So there's some easy exercises that you can do. You could do tongue twisters, which really help out. So the old uh, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers will work. Do that fast. Uh, Fuzzy wuzzy was a bear, fuzzy wuzzy had no hair, fuzzy wuzzy wasn't fuzzy wuzzy. All those things will help you uh, uh red leather yellow leather red leather yellow leather red leather yellow leather just keep doing those kind of exercises to help your tongue become strong and then of course there's breathing exercises that you can do and there's all kinds of different kind of those tongue twisters that you can do one of my favorites is uh Baby by bo-boo, baby by bo-boo, baby by bo-boo. You say that several times before you speak, and your tongue and everything will just fall into place. I see. Right? So uh, vocal exercises before you speak are critical.
1: So vocal exercises uh, will help with stumbling over your tongue as well as for um, the filler words, just being aware of them in regards to your presence. Being
0: aware of the filler words and then being more prepared on what you're going to say so that you're not on the fly, thinking it. When you wing it, when you wing a speech, you'll mm-hmm. get wing it results. Right. So most of the time, we do a speech not just for the good of it. Even when you do your videos, Andy, there is a purpose. You want people to get to know you. You want them to fall in love with you. You want them to eventually follow you and perhaps buy something from you in the future. So that's where it's all going. We're not just speaking to blow hot air <laughs> or to hear ourselves speak. Not most We're doing it because we have a message to share that only we can share to people that can only hear it from us. And that message will change somebody's life or change somebody's business forever. It will end somebody's suffering that they've been waiting for you to come along and share that message. So see, whatever, I can't share your message. And even if I could... People that I need to reach that need to reach you and be healed by you or solved their problems solved by you, it has to be by you. That message is yours. God gave it to you. And if you can't deliver that message, and I'm talking to everybody that's listening, it will be undelivered for all eternity, all eternity. So that's why people need to get over their fear, step up and step out and use their voice To change the world. God gave us power in our words. He said, let there be light, and there was light. He made us in his own image. So that means our words are just as powerful, and they create worlds for people. That's why sometimes people will say something and they hurt somebody forever to the, to the core because our words are power. So people need to understand that, pay attention to what comes out of their pie hole, and make it intentional, make it positive, make it motivational, make it encouraging, make it complimentary always because just like we can create with our words, we can disrupt with our words.
1: Wow, if that's not powerful enough for somebody to get out there and communicate their message clearly, I do not know what is. (laughs) So um, thanks a lot for that. Now, what are some of the steps that um, we can take to communicate more clearly with our audience and be more effective?
0: What are the steps? Yeah. First, First step is to get their attention. A lot of times people will just kind of start off like the little choo-choo who should, you know, and get rolling down the, down the road instead of just come out powerful. And when you come out powerful, then the audience will not only, you'll captivate their attention right away, but within the first three seconds, they've judged you. They've judged you as up and down, and it isn't until you open your mouth where the final judgment comes in, and that's whether or not you're a speaker, whether or not they should listen to you, whether or not, you know, you're going to be of interest. So it's really critical to come out with real power and grab their attention from the beginning. So a couple of techniques are... You know, I like to go, you know, get out and go, good morning, everyone. And not just rhetorical, but really get it out there and expect a response. And if it's not the response I want, I do it until I get the response I want. You know, and then I might say, how are you today? And then I tell them what I want them to do. I might say, touch your eyes and say, I am blessed, right? (laughs) Or I'm fantastic, Whatever it is, you command your audience. You start from the get-go and tell them what you want them to do and what you expect. A lot of times I love enrolling questions, and I teach that in my classes. Benefit-driven enrolling questions. How many of you want to be great speakers? Or how many of you want to get more clients? Great. How many of you not only want to get more clients, you want to get them today? Boom. So whatever your audience wants. How many of you want to be fit? How many of you not only want to be fit, but you want to be fit for life? Woo! Something that they want, so they get excited, and that will take the judgment off of you, because now they're interested in, what are you going to teach them? Right.
1: So, basically, grab their attention, and then get comfortable with speaking by getting their attention right away with a good morning, or getting them excited and then uh, delivering
0: that. will relieve fear, too. So that's the first step. And, of course, there's many steps. I I teach people 10-step system. But, uh, you know, you need to get comfortable with storytelling because stories sell, right? right? We've all heard that one, facts tell, stories sell. But stories serve as invisible selling. So if you're trying to get somebody to, in your, um, you know, fitness business, You need to use stories. So let me just share exactly what I'm talking about. And there's four stories that you need to have. But uh, one of the most important ones is a testimonial. So I've been working out with fitness trainers, myself, personal trainers, since 2006. And one of my trainers in 2006 as I just wanted to get fit, came to my house, and he said to me, you know, after we were working out and doing some running, he said to me, he said, RV, I see you running in the, in the LA Marathon. And I, now, I'm 50-something at the time. I'm like, yeah, right. You know? <laughs> no way. But I was paying him, and so I listened to him because he was my mentor so uh we started training we started running, and right about that time uh we were at the uh, right about that time my brother had my older brother had confessed that he had lymphoma. So I felt like, well, what could I do? There's, I felt helpless. There's nothing I could do. And then the next Saturday, my trainer and I were running around the Pasadena Rose Bowl. Everybody runs around there, and we saw a group of people in purple. Lo and behold, they were Team in Training. Mm-hmm. Team in Training will train you for a for a uh, a marathon, and you you pay or raise money for leukemia and lymphoma. And I thought, perfect i can help my brother i can get my trainer off my back and you know train for the marathon and and we did and so march that year i entered the la marathon no i did not win but i did finish (laughs) seven hours later and then i went in another marathon right after that which was the nike uh, all women's marathon in san francisco i didn't win that one either but i finished and uh but, and it isn't even about me running the marathon. It's about our team in training. Forty people in this team in trainings are all over the world. Raised over a million dollars for leukemia and lymphoma. All right. Now that came just out of me wanting to get fit.
1: Right. So that's...
0: So that is a story that a fitness trainer can put in. So my fitness trainer, Martin, can use that story, right? Now, I've had several fitness trainers since then, Andy, and every single one of them has come through my classes, and then I have mentored them while we were working out. And they have become so successful that they had to quit personal training me. I've, I've gone This was three of them. Because of the mentoring, because of the speaking, they got So many clients that they couldn't use their time now to drive to see me on prime, you know, at a prime hour. Because they could what? They could serve more people. And each one of them, two of them joined fitness gyms, Um, all three of them joined other fitness gyms, right, where they work out of. And one of the gals actually had a full-time job, and she quit her job and started their own fitness business. So that's the power of speaking. It does work. I have proof that it worked for trainers, for professional fitness trainers. Because three of them, and I've only had three. I haven't got another one back yet because I don't want to lose them again. But uh, it just goes to show you that when when you learn how to speak, that you can you can go. And, and again, there. They're all very successful, doing groups, getting kettlebell uh, certified, whatever it is, uh, they're going way and beyond whatever they thought possible by being an individual trainer going to people's houses. So that's the power of learning how to speak your business. That's great.
1: Now, um, I know for when I've gone and done speeches uh, to groups, I don't always seem to generate the leads that I think I'm going to, and I feel like sometimes it's just a big waste of my time. Um, what are some of the tips that um, fitness professionals can do to generate leads on stage?
0: Okay. Good question. Because if, because it can be very expensive if you're just, you know, going to go or join groups and all this stuff and do a lot of networking without results. So here's what you want to do. You want to, and most of the time you can only speak for 20 minutes, anywhere from fifty 20 to 30 minutes. So it's not a long time. So I'm not saying that you should go and sell one of your, you know, fitness packages. You just don't have enough time to get people to totally fall in love with you. But you do have enough time to make them aware of the benefits of being healthy and being fit. Now, even as a speaker, I had a, a guy, he wasn't one of my clients, he was actually a fellow speaker um, that I knew from another state, and I saw him, and then uh, six months later, I saw him speak again, and he was thin, and I said, Dave, what happened? He said that he went to uh, a corporate gig that was worth $25,000 And he didn't get it. He's a sales trainer, sales speaker. He didn't get it because he did not look fit. So right there, that one, one story can help. If you're talking in front of an audience of speakers or an audience of business owners, how much business are they losing because they don't look fit? Right. You know, they have gray tone in their face or they just look, I don't know about you, but I often, you know, we all judge. We all judge. And I'm not so certain that if someone didn't look fit that I would want them as my financial advisor or that I would want them as my whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, that's how fitness uh, professionals can come at people with a benefit. Okay. So, so this is elite. So again. Benefit-driven, the benefit of being fit. Uh, plug it to money if you're in front of a group. Most people, there's only three things that people want more of in life. More money, and time is money. Uh, better relationships. So couldn't you improve your relationship with your spouse if you look good? Probably, right? And felt better. You know, you'd probably have a, a much better time. And then, of course, health. So... All three of those are obtainable by getting healthy and and, and getting fit. Okay. So then what you do is this. You're in front of the group. You're laying out the benefits. And then at the end of the talk, you do not have a &A. Q&A. Q&A is an old model now. We don't do that anymore. Public speaking has changed over the years dramatically like every other um, media every other profession it has changed it, is, it has evolved so at the end you don't do Q&A Instead, Even if they tell you, you have 20 minutes to talk and 10 minutes to do a Q&A, they obviously don't know the new model. So you just nod your head and say, okay, so 30 minutes all together, great. And then you speak for 20 to 25 minutes, and at the very end you say, I know you probably have a lot of questions, and I want to answer them. So I'm going to be standing right here at this table or right here at my table. If you have any questions, come and see me after my talk. The people that are hot leads, that are really interested, will come and talk to you because you gave them permission to come and speak to you. Because they're going to hold you as a celebrity because you're a speaker and think that you're unapproachable. So you just gave them permission. You just give them an invite to come and talk to you. And those are hot leads. And now you have to follow up on them. Right. Because <laughs> most business uh, owners make or business speakers make is they do not follow up to get the business. These are people that said I'm interested. And one call is not a follow-up. <laughs> you need to call and follow up times times, because this is a busy world we live in today, right,
1: so within your speech, focus on the benefits that somebody's going to receive from utilizing your services, and then your correct. call instead of a q and a that your call to action is that you're available to answer any questions after the speech and you're designated correct, you got it, Andy and then also when you get those hot leads, you have to make sure to follow up. I know Eric. A lot of them says follow up, follow up, follow up till they buy or die. And so that's something. Or we've been, die. So Literally. Or yeah. well, just on tell you
0: podcasts. that they're not interested. But let right. them tell you. Too many people put stuff in their head. Oh, and project. Right? Oh, that person's just too busy. Oh, something must be going on. Nobody's told you anything's going on. You know, you're making stuff up for people. Don't do that. Just keep following up until they just say, hey, Andy, I am sick of you following up. I'm not interested. And then you go, oh, okay. Because I, otherwise people get busy. There's somebody that's called me recently and I just forgot. and Now I don't have her number. And I'm just hoping she'll follow up again. I hope that I'm worth it enough that she'll follow up again because I want her services. So don't think for a minute that people aren't interested because they don't pick up the phone these days. People are busy. Right, and, coming, and try different avenues. Try the phone. Try texting. Try Facebook. Try LinkedIn. Keep trying different touches until they respond. Because different people have different favorite modes of operation. It isn't always phone calls for everyone. Right.
1: So, and you're coming from a place of trying to assist them with your service. So, and if you can't get a hold of them, hold of them, or you're missing, you're missing out with them, then they're missing out on your services.
0: Right. Well, you're trying to save their life. As a fitness trainer, you're trying to save their life, maybe their marriage, and certainly help them to be more profitable because they feel better and look better. Right. So it's your duty as a human being to help other people.
1: Now, um, what advice can you give a fitness business owner on getting speaking engagements and getting in front of their target audience.
0: Okay. Well, people that are, people that are, um, it's a big mistake that some people make. We think, okay, as a fitness trainer, I need to get in front of healthy, unhealthy people, because, you know, and and overweight or obese people, because those are the people that need my help, and they're going to, no. Those people oftentimes have a buy-in and a reason for whatever it is that they, where they are, and typically it's more of a psychological reason that is way beyond your capacity to deal with. The people that want to be fit are usually people that are pretty much healthy, like myself. All right? I just don't have a trainer right now. I'm busy. I belong to a gym. I can't get to the gym. I need someone to come to me, to my house, because otherwise in the morning it doesn't get done because I get too busy. you think I'm the only one like me? No. So it's busy professionals that can't always get to the gym. That's the target. Busy, Busy professionals who want to be healthy but can't always get to the gym. Boom. That's your target market. Where do they hang out? They hang out at Chambers. They hang out at networking groups. They hang out at professional groups. They're in corporations. The so CEO just all of a sudden opened up a big, wide, wonderful market. Instead of thinking you had to go to hospitals and outhouses and you know all this other crappy stuff to find your target, you don't have to. And they don't have any money anyway.
1: Right. Now, what would you recommend, a phone call to those organizations, or is there any sort of, like, script that you would recommend?
0: Yes. Well, a phone call to those organizations uh, usually work the best because most of the time they are doing, doing business during business hours and oftentimes will pick up the phone. So, the script is simply like this. You have to build rapport with whoever you're talking to. So, you want to simply ask them if they invite outside speakers. Some chambers of commerce do, and some don't. You have to be a member, right? right. Sometimes, if you're in one, one organization, like one of these referral networks, there's several out there, you can't be in another referral network, much less go and speak at one. So you have to be careful what organizations you belong to that might restrict, you know, you going to other networking organizations. But for the most part, call them up and just ask them, do you invite outside people? To speak, and if it's no, great, thank you very much. If it's yes, then they'll say, well, what is your topic? And that's when you want to make sure that you have your perfected elevator speech ready to rock and roll for them and what you speak on and what it is you do to help people. Those chambers of commerce are only interested in one thing, and that's keeping their membership happy and keeping their membership up. And they will not jeopardize that or take a risk or a chance by bringing in a bad speaker. I mean, they have enough bad speakers that are members (laughs) of their own organization without having to get bad ones from the outside. So your job is to persuade them. That's your first persuasion speech is to persuade them why you are different and why you need to come out.
1: What I can say is I'm really looking forward to getting myself out of my comfort zones and using some of these tips and tricks that you've given the audience on um, getting in front of people and speaking more comfort- comfortably and uh, perfecting the speeches that are going to drive leads into, our, into my business and to their businesses as well.
0: Excellent. Well, let me give you a website for a public speaking success toolkit that anybody can sign, you know, go to and sign up for that will give you a little more help. Um, from this, from, uh, this talk. See, now I'm doing it. Did I wasn't planning on seeing that. Alright, so the, my regular website is instantprospeaker.com, that's where you can go and learn about me and learn about classes that I hold, I, I do private coaching, I have four-day speaker training intensive, uh, some home study courses, so that's instant, like the coffee, pro, P-R-O, speaker, instantprospeaker.com. But here's where the gift is, and it's a gift worth $1,078, so it's it's a pretty powerful gift. And that is freepublicspeakingreport.com dot com. Free public speaking report. Dot com. And you'll see there's audios there, there's a report, um, there's all kinds of different different things. There's an article, um, there's a, um, a special invitation that if you want a strategy session with me, you call me up and get a strategy session. I'm not going to chase you, but if you call me up and say, hey, I've got my toolkit, and it said I get a thirty, um, free 30-minute strategy session, then we'll book it sound good
1: that's awesome I'm actually we'll go there and um, look for that (laughs) myself and also okay I'll I'll include all of those links in the show notes for this podcast that'll be on the blog once it's up and live I want to thank you for this wonderful interview and uh, all the valuable content that you delivered to the audience All
0: right, Andy say too, you and just remember that if you can't say it you can't sell it bye everyone Thank you for listening to the Fit Pro Business Podcast with your host, Andy Salazar. Don't forget to visit fitprobusiness.com to receive your free business building video series.